Hello the internet, welcome once again to Hack the Dino, a fortnightly pop culture podcast. I've just decided we're going with that now. Yep. Uh, it is episode 17 on the old podcastometer. That counts how many podcasts we've done. Something I've just invented. It was expensive. You can buy it now at our website. Don't have one yet, but when we do. Anyway, episode 17, I'm Ben Rosenthal. Uh, we talk about pop culture stuff, usually video games, comics, and other things. I do it along with my co-host and co-owner of Greenlight Comics, from which we are currently sitting, Mr. Dan McGuinness. Hello. What's going on in comic store owner world, Dan? Specifically today? Yeah, sure. Well, we've just had a new shipment in coming last yesterday and oh, that's right and then wow. uh, with Friday night doing the podcast wow I know I wasn't ready for that question <laughs> <laughs> and joining us this week uh, we have a very special guest as we do each and every episode um, what can be said about our guest he's probably the, he's got a name he, he, he's probably the world's utmost authority on all things video games <laughs> um, <laughs> he uh, he may have played a game that's correct <laughs> <laughs> uh Dan, our special guest is... Mr. Owen Heitman. Hello, Owen. Hi. And So, uh, what video games have you been uh, slogging through lately? Well, that's uh, that's where you, like, build Jenga out of video cassettes, right? That's the one, yeah. That's yeah. a video game. Build Jenga? <laughs> and video cassettes, I mean... So, give Owen a decent introduction. Have... Okay, Owen, you are an uh, independent uh, comic book writer and illustrator. Uh, Correct. Amplified Press... I am editor and publisher of Amplified Press. So what have you been doing uh, in the Amplified Press realm? Tell us about Amplified Press. Yes. Uh, Sure. Okay. Well, I have been self-publishing comics for a long time, since the early 2000s. And I then... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Totally not used to talking into a microphone. That's That's all right. No, no. I'll edit that out. I'm not edit that out. Oh, no. So you've been, um, you have been doing comics for a long time. Like you've been on longer than I have, and um, it's weird to think that when you say like something, something from the two thousands, I've been doing it from the two thousands is a long time now. It doesn't like, seem like it because we were all like seventeen in the two thousands. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, like, oh, it was only the other day. No, it was almost twenty years ago. Yeah. Well, so you've been doing comics for nearly twenty years now. I've been doing comics for longer than now. I've been doing comics since I was in primary school. Um, oh, really? Which is well longer than 20 years ago. Um, but I've only been self-publishing them since the early 2000s. Before that, I was drawing them and not getting them published, or drawing them and having them published by other people. Uh, it, yes, in the late 90s, I had a cartoon in the Weekend Australian for like oh, cool. six months or something. What was that? Uh, it was in their orbit lift out, which was aimed at a young reader, and then they realised that young readers don't buy the Australian, so they're still doing it. <laughs> It's true, they don't. <laughs> you know, I'd like to say I, I, I'm surprised by that, but I'm really not. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Australian didn't think through something before they published it. <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh, I'll give them a break. No. they got a great name. <laughs> Very original yeah. as well. Yeah, and so then you're doing that, and then we're Yeah, so, uh, and when I, uh, in the early 2000s, I got a grant to self-publish a 48-page zombie comic, um, and so I set up my own... Publishing empire, I'm putting air quotes around that, Mm. Uh, and because I was young and foolish, I called it 24-Hour Cynic, uh, because it was the name of a song I like. What band was it? By Even, uh, the Australian band from Melbourne, I think. In fact, when I, like, when I, I 
registered it, the domain name through a Melbourne company and when I had to call up the IT department, the woman I was speaking to was like, oh yeah, I know the guy who sang that song. <laughs> <laughs> so even did you ever meet them? Were there a bunch, oh, of, no. bunch of odd fellows? I, I hate meeting bands. Um, <laughs> I can't believe no, I got my mathematics be... joke. I didn't get it. Oh, you're right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, sit over here. No, no, talk, talk about your little zombie comic. I'm going to sock. So your zombie right. comic was called How to Save the World? Is that correct? That is correct. I still have copies of it. I think we still sell it here <laughs> yeah. every now and then. A wise investment. Yeah. Sort of. Um, and, yeah, so I, I kept 24 Hour Cynic as the name of the com... Com... Not really a company. That's no, a company. Don't um, yourself short. You had an ABM? I've got an ABM. Yeah, company. Yeah, done. Company. Right. Done. Um, and it's a mega company. Uh, and sort of, so that was mainly for self-publishing stuff. And then over time, I was publishing anthologies with other people in them. And then I was looking around uh, over the past few years, seeing a lot of my friends publishing uh, mini comics and zines, and all doing really great stuff, mainly here in Adelaide specifically. And thinking that maybe if there was kind of like an umbrella name for that. Uh, uh, an umbrella brand that it could, you know, uh, get a, a critical mass going and increase the, the readership of all these different creators, get them sort of cross-pollinating with each other. And so, but Sounds I Sounds a bit... bit uh, a bit sexy, cross-pollinating. Well, wow. That's not been any uh, comic meetings I've been to. Cross-pollinating? Just, yeah. I cross-pollinated every meeting. <laughs> <laughs> You just, you just don't even come to them. You don't, you don't speaking of, speaking yeah. of which, there's yeah. a, the comic meeting is coming up uh, next Saturday at the Grace oh, Emily Hotel. I'll be sure to uh, completely forget about it. Yeah, I know, but there's a free sausage sizzle. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll be forgetting. I'll be too busy forgetting. It's stop bagging my meeting. I'm it's not. Good. I'm no. It's called the Comic Lovers and Creators Meeting. Aren't you both those things? Um. Yes. I'm not a meeting though. So. It's beers. Oh yeah, you know, I don't, you don't drink. Like drink beers either. Oh, right, don't come. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want you there. Story of my life. But anyway, so oh, keep going. So you were, yeah, you were doing that. So you've, you oh, made, yeah, you're so this putting is, together. This is the long, long version. Short version should have just been. Um, I wanted to create a publishing imprint to support local creators, that particularly ones who didn't have the the sort of knowledge or funds to publish stuff themselves. You're right. Um, so so someone's out there and they've got a comic that they think they want to be published through Amplify Press. What do I, you do? What do they uh, do? It's it's not, at the moment, it's not really open to like unsolicited submissions, but right. I am contacting people who I know and whose work I think is of a good quality and talking to them on a on a... Oh, yeah. Select basis. Oh, that's good. And yes, in the in the future, it would be great to sort of open it up to people just sending me stuff. But I don't kind of have the resources to do that at the moment. And where can you keep an eye on Amplified Press? You got a uh, web presence? Ah, uh, yeah. There's uh, AmplifiedPress.com is the website. Oh, it's good, good website. Hold well on. Amplified Press on Facebook has a Facebook page. Wow. Uh, AmplifiedPress.BigCartel.com is a good one to go to if you want to buy anything. Oh, to get a web store. Yes. Uh, Amplified Press on Twitter. Uh, basically the same stuff as on Facebook. Um, do you use Twitter a lot? No. No, I used to use Twitter a heap and got a heap of contacts through it and met a lot of really awesome comic book creators through it. Now, nah. It's just, it's... Just not, it's just not that. <laughs> no, that's Instagram, which is what I use No, no, while. that's um, Snapchat. Snap, yeah, yeah, I don't or, use Snapchat. Or Grindr. <laughs> 
anyway, um, yeah. So Twitter, uh, yeah, dead. Oh, yeah. But, you know. It's not uh, dead. Like, no, a lot of creators Trump still uses it. it. <laughs> to run America. <laughs> uh, and uh, how are you finding the old social media side of things uh, for the company? Is that helping you out there? Or are you finding more face-to-face and own spruiking of your, uh, of your wares is a lot more effective? Uh, good question. Yeah, like it's not, it's not designed to be a, a money spinner for me. Mm. Um, but in order, to, like, oh, I'll rephrase the question. Sorry. Uh, do you find getting your work and your comics out digitally over these um, digital formats, funnily enough, uh, is getting you? I don't want to use the e word. Exposure. Uh, we're going to say more... e-commerce. <laughs> I don't want to say that either. I thought he was going to say Ewoks. <laughs> well, I definitely don't want to say that. Um, no, do you find that you're getting a lot more eyes on your work than you would uh, putting it in print and putting it in a comic book store like Greenlight Comics? Or do they work hand in hand? Or are you focusing more on print out of uh, business plan? Or are you just asking or? whether you sell more copies digital? or? No, I wonder, I'm generally interested in... Uh, how someone gets their eye, gets eyes on their work is it more of a digital now? Is it uh, coming back around like digital can definitely push you uh, further to different states? I feel like a lot easier than you used to be able to do, and even the world. Yeah, but but I mean we've had a lot of um, we sell a whole bunch of our own stuff in that through here through my shop Greenlight Comics. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I'm Come just saying like, do they work together well? Is print dying, or is it sort of like books where last year I think uh, bookshops recorded record sales because everyone's going back to them now? They're ditching their kin- Kindles and wanting. Yeah, like, I mean, that kind of doesn't take into account the fact that the biggest sellers last year were colouring in books, which you can't really. They don't work digitally. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, records are back as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, records have been back for like 15 years. No, but now years. they're so heavily so back. And so same is, with so is D&D. And <laughs> cod liver oil. Is that back? <laughs> no. Oh. But I'm bringing it back. But kids, the, watch the out. Switch. The switch is back. The cane, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you meant the switch was back. I Nintendo know. Switch. Yeah. Oh, you I know don't. that, all about video games. Oh, You're yeah. a video game genius. I am indeed He's, a video game genius. He is so good at it that he doesn't even have to play them to be good at them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I just play them all in my mind. They just see him like, coming and go, no, no, I'm finished. I'm done. Don't touch me. Owen's like... You're playing a video game, he comes in, he goes, yeah, I've already played that through in my in my head the whole way through. I designed it. Yeah, I designed them all. Anyhow. Yeah. So, video game news. Are we onto that already? I reckon. Yeah? Yeah, if you said your piece on that you want to push any more out there? I didn't rehearse there? this at all, you might have picked up. So no one I, does. No. I didn't even rehearse. What, you think we do? Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, video game news. Um, now, Owen, I, I realise you might know all this already. Um, yeah, I've been on top most of these news bits. Yeah, so um, just you know, bear with us and, and let right. us catch up. Don't roll your eyes too hard. Yeah, we're, we're just young guys trying to make a go in the video game world. Uh, so video game news. Uh, up first, we've got a brand new Pokemon game out on Android and iOS, which is Apple, which Owen invented. Um, it's called <laughs> Magic Cart Jump. <laughs> and it's uh, a mobile Mag- game. Magikarp. Magikarp. In the joke. The joke Pokemon. Yeah, the, the, no the one, one likes. that's like one up from Trubbish. <laughs> no, Magikarp's an awesome Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I still remember uh, when I got Pokemon Red, before I knew what all the Pokemon were, 
and some guy in Pokemon Red said, Hey, do you want to buy this Magic Cup for $500? And I went, huh, yeah, it's a Pokemon I don't have, I'll buy it. And, um... 500 real dollars? Yeah, yeah, I, I swiped my parents' credit card and my Game Boy and <laughs> off it went. That was a little attachment they put on later <laughs> with, the, with the photo camera and the printer and the, the card swiper. It was called the parental lock, so heaps of parents bought it but didn't really realise it was locking them out of their credit card. Yeah, um, locking them out of their life savings. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so level 20 came around and it evolved into a Gyarados, which is the most kick-ass... Pokemon in Gen 1 you could ever hope for. Uh, and looking at me as though I don't know. know this already. I'm sorry, you have to excuse me. Uh, but anyway, back to Magikarp. Uh, it is given a lot of uh, uh, mean comments, but it is a fan favourite, even though it only knows one or two uh, moves. It can. There was a special Magikarp in Japan last year to celebrate a, uh, a opening of a Tokyo Pokemon stop, uh, and it had the move Celebration. Which is basically like Splash in that Magikarp flops up and down and streamers fall down as opposed to just water. Uh, so it's completely useless in a battle. Uh, onto the game. You're a trainer. You move to a city where they only have Magikarp but they have jumping contests. So you have to um, breed your Magikarp up by eating all these candies and make it jump higher than the other person. It sounds monotonous and boring but my goodness I'm hooked to it. Would you play it if it wasn't Pokemon? Uh, it's based off a game that isn't Pokemon, which I am... never played. Of, yeah, but I am keen to check it out. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it is something that I would look into. Uh, I, for the record, I haven't played the Niantic game that came before Pokemon Go, which basically is Pokemon Go without... Without yeah, graphics. Pokemon, <laughs> without these uh, cute little monsters that are forced to fight each other. No, it's, uh, just, like black. it's just black with uh, colours and stuff like that on it. Right. Okay, and coming up as well this weekend, we have the Arms Test Punch, uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, 9 a.m. to and uh, 9 p.m. I believe. Um, what is it? It's uh, the game Arms. It's the Nintendo's new IP. It, uh, it's the one where you punch people. Isn't yeah, it? basically the one that they should have called Punch Out, but didn't want to because um, they already own that. They needed it. Yeah, they needed a new IP to refresh it, like Splatoon. Uh, so that's this weekend. People can download the demo and try it this weekend, see if they like it. Um, Nintendo are really pushing hard on this. Pushing uh, hard on the arms. Yep, doing push-ups. I've got the hit prediction that it's not going to be very good. Really? I just can't. See, people thought of that as Splatoon, and that thing is huge. No one thought Splatoon was going to be bad. They just went, oh, it's a game for kids. Oh, hang on, it's okay. Yeah, well, they're thinking the this same. Is this is a thing where you have to punch it. Either. No, it's not. You can use controllers. That was just a gimmick for the commercial. You can oh. use a hand controller. Well, excuse me. Yeah, so just keep your negative Nancy views to yourself. We're a positive podcast here. What positive console did you have when podcast? you were young, Owen? He had all of them. <laughs> I uh, owned a Sega Game Gear. Ooh, did you have the TV tuner? No. No, oh, we well, couldn't mm. watch TV. No neighbours for you. No, on that screen about the size of a postage stamp. I well, speaking of that. postage stamps, <laughs> Ultra Street Fighter 2 came out today for the Switch. <laughs> Uh, and Capcom have said what that... What is a, a Switch? A Switch is the new Nintendo console, as you would know. But I'm just oh. explaining for the, uh, for, the, for the listeners at home. Uh, so that uh, came out today. Capcom has said that they are monitoring the sales of this game very, very closely to basically see if they're going to support the Switch moving on. Uh, having said that, they did announce today that Monster Hunter XX is coming to the Switch. So X-X. I'm confused. Not yeah. even Triple X. No, nah, just Double X. Well, Triple X is a bit saucy. Monster Hunter. This is a bit X- of a Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Cross pollinating in Monster Hunter. Ooh, cross pollinating. Twenty. What? XX twenty. 
Oh, is it? Is it Monster Hunter 20? Yes. Yes, it is. See? The game's guru knows it all. Is it really? Yes. There's been 20 Monster Hunter games, has it? Mm, sure. Alright, is that because they keep counting stuff like it's like Monster Hunter Forever, Monster Hunter Forever, Universe. Monster Hunter picks up his shoes, yeah, goes yeah. to the shops, gets some milk and comes home. Monster Hunter wakes up forever. What was that series of games in the 80s where like, Space they, they jumped numbers all the time? You'd get like, something number three and then there was like number five was the next game they released. Um, sounds like Street Fighter. Yeah, Street Fighter 2. Yeah. With... Street, no, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter... Four, Street Fighter Five, Street Fighter Three. <laughs> That's the official <laughs> chronology. It's probably that one then. Um, Castlevania, the anime coming to Netflix, written by Warren Ellis. Uh, the trailer debuted uh, two days ago, and it is coming out July seventh on Netflix. So, those who don't know, Warren Ellis is a comic book writer, creator, creator, author. Uh, he is. He's up there. He's a fantastic writer. He's up there. Uh, Next Wave Agents of Hate is one of my favourite series ever. The Transmet? I've not read Transmetropolitan. I know. I know. A journalist book by Warren Ellis and you haven't read it. No, I know. I thought you just, I thought you, I thought you, I thought you were good. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Don't lie. Don't lie to make yourself sound good. Um, Red Dead 2 has been delayed till 2018. Q1 2018. Do they have a reason? Uh, they were very honest and they just went, oh, we want more time to get it better. Yeah, we haven't finished it. Yeah, <laughs> and they said, oh, here you go. It is, uh, like, Bungie, though. And Did they do a trailer or a they release? Demo? No, they released some screenshots. A lot, of, a lot of cowboys. There's cowboys in Red Dead. Spoiler alert. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, also, Far Cry 5 is being announced, and I can't remember if it's today or tomorrow, American time, that uh, they're doing a bit of a, a press junket for it. It's set in the US, by the looks of it, uh, around oh. the 1950s, 1960s. Um, so you still might be able to get malaria. <laughs> well, it looks like it's uh, dealing with a ye olde uh, religious-type person who's also a bit of a... Uh, murdering guy right. he, he likes Trump. the murdering no because it's set in the 50s um, Trump isn't that not, guy not like just 300 years old standard uh, a bit of rumours coming out uh, Sega Forever uh, was registered a couple of months back and no one knew what it was um, but uh, some people have found or um, did some data mining on a website that uh, came up and it's looking like it may be a subscription service for mobile to have the old Sega games on your mobile. They're right, without a controller. Well, your mobile would have them on there. You know, those really awful... I have no idea, I have no idea what they're planning. There might be a, uh, an attachment for it. But a mobile subscription service have for got, Sega like, games. Sonic and stuff's already on it. Yeah, so looks like that might be coming ahead. Oh, Streets of Rage. Well, yeah. The Immortal. Even. Oh, Dragon's Fury Pinball. Here I come. <laughs> Uh, Assassin's Creed, the next Assassin's Creed game, of course they had this year off, um, or last year off. Uh, usually they release one each year, which, you know, it's really just overkill. Uh, this one's set in, set in Egypt, which I kind of find a bit weird, because isn't the whole Assassin's Creed thing that you climb buildings and jump off it and swing around like Spider-Man and there's, do lots of parkour? There's, there's gonna be like... Egypt, you've got like pyramids and that's it. You climb depends on where in Egypt, there are some pretty big, some pretty big cities there. Well, it depends on the time period. That's true. You know, maybe not to that. They're maybe probably going to set it during a time period where there are lots of buildings. It's true. So the future? 
I don't know, man. I've tapped out of the Assassin's Creed games ages ago. I, then, that, then that movie came out, and now I'm just like, what are you guys doing? I couldn't handle... Uh, I, I played Assassin's Creed 2 a little bit, and just went, oh, it's boring. I'm just bored. Fastbender. What are you doing, mate? Uh, possibly the worst held secret from Ubisoft ever is that there's a crossover between Mario and the Raving Rabbids. Uh, a little bit of a positive uh, news about this though is that it may be an RPG based on sort of like the Mario RPG from the Super Nintendo. Yeah, right. Those Rabbids are just rubbish. Well, they're minions. And they're, they're, they're rubbish minions. as well. Yeah. But uh, the leaked press photo has Mario with like a Mega Man cannon on his arm and there's like a rabbit dressed up as Princess Peach and... Uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so expect that to be announced soon. Ubisoft's still playing it really dumb. Like, oh, we don't know. We've got something coming out. It's like, we all know. Don't don't be jokes. Just announce it already. Uh, South Park, the fractured butthole, the fractured butthole, uh, has been officially butthole uh, announced for release October seventeen. So mark that on your calendar and get down and get your butthole ready for fracturing. What? And yeah, you blew the it. <laughs> nailed it. Is that the end of the news? No, there's just one more piece. All of, right. Uh, there's too much news, news today, especially. I've tried to go through it really fast. Yeah, well. So I look at bit of credit. Uh, we just can't shut Owen up because he knows yeah, so know. much about the video game. He's just sort of sitting there glowing off the ground, and I'm getting all the knowledge from him from oh. his, his data stream that's just pouring out of his ears. Um, there's an image for you. This was tweeted, pos- uh, well, was tweeted uh, less than 12 hours ago. Uh, if I said the name uh, Yute Sato, do you know who that is? No. He is one of the main guys from a little game called Seaman. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You remember that? Well, hang on to your fractured butthole because it's looking like there's going to be a third Seaman game coming out. Oh, Seaman, third coming. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so he tweeted a picture of a group of the developers wearing t-shirts. Um, wait, wait, where I can we should back back? We yep, have to yep. explain what Seaman is. Because Go for it. Like, um, so it was a, originally a Dreamcast game, is yep. that correct? Yep, Japan so, only. Yeah, so you, you basically... Narrated by Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, it was narrated by Leonard Spock Man. And you basically, it, you had an aquarium and you put these little, like, almost like spider monkey kind of dudes yep. in there and, the, and you grew it was like so it was like a pet game where you grew these fish and they eventually started having like human faces yeah it was quite freaky and they could talk and you could talk into the microphone to yep. them and stuff like yep. that and it was very meta and weird yep. so you got these goldfish with human little like japanese face men that swim around and talk to you and then they die yep. and it's in real time so if you don't like feed them if you don't get up and feed they just die yep and i think I, I, the first time i kind of encountered it was like actually getting a copy but then i couldn't work out what the hell was going on. And this then is I, all in Japanese? Yeah, and then I watched um, Angry Video Game Nerd did a massive review on it, and it was yeah. really good. Like, he, he, it's a trippy, trippy game. Yeah, there's, it has no right to ever exist. No. Like, it, it's the weirdest thing But it thing did get a sequel. Uh, there was rumours that... Did they call this, the second coming? Uh, something like that. Semen, but second the coming. the second... Uh, game was rumoured at the time to integrate with Windows and the semen would interact with your icons on yeah, your desktop. Right. That's um, that's now. But that never happened. Uh, so yeah, he sent he put out a, a photo of him and some other ones and I forgot the same, but it's the same one as Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. 
What's um, it going to be on? Don't panic. Yes, thank you. Thank you oh, very Jesus. much. Yes, it, no, it exactly is. I thought it was going to be so long and thanks for all the semen. Well, of course you'd know that, but... Uh, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it was Don't Panic. They're all wearing Don't Panic shirts. That was a pretty good joke with Owen then. He did, yeah. So long and thanks for all the semen. Nice. Anyhow. Uh... <laughs> Okay, I'm leaving that one alone. Uh, so there is a website that's under construction, uh, seganerd.com. So seganerds.com. You can check that out. And that's the news for this week. Bum. We'll be right back after this short thing. Welcome back to Hack the Dino. We are a uh, fortnightly pop culture podcast that's positively positive here at Greenlight Comics. Yes, I'm back on the alliteration wagon. The P's. Yeah, I was trying to think of alliteration. Got your P plates, finally. Yeah, yeah thank you, thank you. Uh, I am Ben Rosenthal, I'm joined by Dan McGuinness and uh, Mr. Owen... I can't say your last name. Heitman. Heitman. Oh, big car just went past. <laughs> That's how cool he is. Yeah. He says it and Ferraris just drive past. Once again, you might hear some people yarning in the background as we are recording live at Greenlight Comics. Mm-hmm. Here at Greenlight Comics, we do podcasts. <laughs> if you'd like to come down and interrupt a podcast with your overly loud foghorn voice, feel free to come on down and yell, we don't mind, and don't sit here with a paused record button silently cussing. What? Dan. I don't know. Are we really recording? Yeah, we're really recording. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, time for comic news. We'll get, we'll get serious now, get professional. We won't ever get serious or professional. But a little bit of comic news. Runaways is coming back to Marvel Comics. They've been in hiatus. Uh, they tried to continue on with uh, Brian K. Vaughan going. He, of course, wrote the original series and developed the characters. Joss Whedon took over for a bit. Uh, Two stellar writers there. Yeah, but uh, they couldn't... Uh, they just couldn't find a niche for them. Uh, the whole concept of Runaways is that they are running away from something. And when you don't have teenagers... <laughs> running away from something sort of lose the whole premise well, of I never, being runaways. I read a block of it, like a whole bunch of them. I never, never went all the way through. But did they stop running away? Yeah. What did they do? I don't know. They hid out somewhere. And, like, that's, that's still When they were being away. chased by their parents and they had a traitor in the group, it was really an yeah, excellent I mean, that series. Was, that was still brilliant. I never got to the Joss Whedon stuff. Right. But I assume he, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he's, 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 his X-Men's awesome. Yeah. Astonishing X-Men. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I was, I was really enjoying it. But I I, I, I kind of got gl- glitched with like the artist change-up. There was so much art change in there that like yeah. characters are like, how they how they held themselves and stuff like that would always change. Yeah. And I was like, you know, they feel like a different character through the art. The art is very important. Mm. But yeah. Very important to a comic, despite what some... Have you read uh, Runaways on? No, CEOs and CFOs say. Have you heard of Runaways? I've heard of it, yeah. Oh, well, you'll be able to watch a TV series soon as well. I'll do that. Because that's coming out um, so far for the relaunch comic. Uh, Nico, Old Lace, and Chase are confirmed. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm not sure if Gert will be there. She'll obviously be in the TV series, but whether she's back in the comics remains to be seen. Is um, that the dinosaur? No, that's Old Lace. Oh, yeah. I just love the names. Uh, Nico's power, by the way, she's, like, she's a witch, but she can only ever cast one spell once. So she has to get more and more creative. So, like something's falling from the sky and she goes oh ice bridge I don't know why you cast an ice bridge if something is falling from the sky but hey she's used up the obvious ones already (laughs) (laughs) she 
used it to make a pot noodle once. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that means. Um, and Mage, the third series of Mage is finally coming out. It's like 25 years after the second series ended. Uh, but yeah, the Irrelevant. Third, the third and final Mage series is on its way. Um, did you read any of Mage ever? No. I'm no. sure there will be some old people... In a nutshell. ...squealing with happiness. Yeah, it, it's uh, the reincarnation of King Arthur um, in modernish times. I would not have guessed that. Uh, and he has Excalibur, but it's a baseball bat. Yeah. Excalibat. Oh dear. Yes. Oh dear. So that's coming out soon. Um, Who did that? Is that a Marvel re- idea? No, no, that's Image. Your, your boys. Oh, oh no. Yeah. What are they doing? They'll yeah. probably make it all jazz and wicked now. Was yeah. it Image 25 years ago? Uh, it's a very good question. It may have been, actually. I'll have to. Uh, Is it around 25 years ago? I didn't know they were doing. Well, they just good celebrated their 25th anniversary, so. So one would think yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'll just get back in my shell and shut up. <laughs> From that shell, yell out your comic book review for yeah, this. Yeah, I got week. a little bit of a comic book. So, this isn't new for this week. It was new for last week. Right, but um, we're a fortnightly pop culture podcast, so oh, yeah. we're fortnightly. Yeah. So um, basically, it, once again, I've chosen from one of my favourite companies, which is First Second. I believe you. Woo! Well, go, 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 and love First Jeez. Second. My absolute all-time favourite publisher. Yeah, okay. and my mine too. One of them. Um, <laughs> so I have chosen to have a look at today, uh, Spill Zone by. Um, from what I can tell, it's by Scott Westerfeld and Alex Poverland, or however you would pronounce Poverland. That. How would you say that one? Uh, Puvillander. You just said that wrong on purpose. Oh, me? No. So we've got this story. Um, it's basically about a... a it's, so the easiest way to explain it is there's been some sort of chemical spill or a radioactive kind of like a nuclear power plant. How they explain it is there's a, a nuclear spill that collides with a, like a particle uh, quantum physics experiment. Cool. So you've got this uh, city where you've got that's been like abandoned and you know um and stuff because it was obviously you know a bad spill and all this stuff happened but because it was of what sort of manner it was all this weird stuff started happening so you've got like it ignores physics i have no idea what you're talking about yeah it's really it's really hard to explain it so (laughs) basically it's about a girl who goes into this spill zone illegally it's all like you know um no no one's allowed in there the government's you know sectioned it off and she goes in there illegally at night on her motorbike and she goes in and she takes photography pictures right. and then she sells them to unbelievably rich people and um uh, of these like weird phenomenons that the spill has created so mutated animals and stuff or there's like one area that's like just 2d like everything's flat on the sweet and if you touch anything you become 2d stuck in it or there's like just little weird artistic kind of mathematical things floating around like like bowling pins that create a shape in the ground and stuff like that. And she goes in there, she's got all these rules, and um, her parents were killed in the day of the spill, so it's her looking after her little sister. And um, she goes in there to make money and uh, to pay for them to, to live. And it's just this unbelievably good story. Like, that was just a little way. That's not me giving anything away either. That's kind of just like the first bit of it, it explains what's going on. And then it... it it goes from there, and it's just this really fresh idea. And I think it's because like you got the the writer is a you know a New York Times best-selling novelist, mm-hmm. word novels. Mm-hmm. You said yeah. yeah. I think this is the first graphic novel he's done, but um, 
He's done a bunch of sci-fi things, uh, the Leviathan series, uh, Uglies. I don't know whether that series was sci-fi or not. Um, I can't remember how which of his books I've read. I've definitely read So Yesterday, which was good. It was good, except it kind of hinged on the fact that uh, mobile phones that could take photos would, were a novelty, so it was very topical for about five minutes. <laughs> mm. But um, amazing read, like... I smashed all it. It's volume one, so there's another volume coming out. Right. And um, yeah, so that's that's it. Come down, grab it. We're actually um, we're gonna have a whole bunch of uh, I think maybe next week or something. We're getting like a standee of them and stuff, and a whole a bunch. Standee. Of, yeah, some badges and some uh, yeah, what your are own they? personal spill zone. Yeah. Let's get some chemicals you can sprinkle around the area. Removable tattoos, I think, coming with the thing. Oh, 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 I know. Oh, badges, the big bucks. Badges and stickers. Yep. But yeah, uh, on. What have yes. you got to, uh, to share with us this fine eve? Oh, uh, uh, my copy's signed as well, I just noticed. Yeah, you didn't it's see the big sticker, sticker on, on the front, the front that says signed copy? Oh, yeah, it does do. Oh, yeah. What, you got any what? signed copies you want to talk about? Um, I don't have many signed comics. I did get uh, all my copies of Bug and Stump signed last year um, by the artist Mark Sexton. Oh, that's good. As opposed to just getting some guy on the street to sign them for it. Yeah. Hey, excuse me, you, you sir. Look at you, you nasty host. <laughs> <laughs> just paying out our guest. Give, give it well, a go at him. I mean, I'm paying out everyone. To clarify, I brought that up because there were two artists and I didn't get them signed by the other artist, John Petropolis. Right. Oh, names flowing out. Yeah. yeah, wow. Google them. Good people. Especially Sexton. He's a nice guy. Yes. It was but, very friendly. But you do your own comics and stuff. Tell me something um, about your your comics. Are you working on a comic at the moment? I am working on a comic at the moment. Tell I have been that. working on it for what feels like several millennia, but in reality is about a year and a half. Oh, yeah? Um, that, that's the actual writing. It's sort of been on the back burner, sitting sitting away at the back of my mind for several years longer than that. Uh, it uh, I, I've done... As I mentioned earlier, I've been doing comics since I was in primary school, but most of those have been relatively short. The longest thing I'd ever done was 48 pages, uh, and this idea that I had was for a much much bigger story, like maybe 250 pages. Whoa. And when I had a job, I was that's why I was sitting on the back burner. I was like, I want to do the do a really good job of this, but I haven't got the time to like really develop it. And then uh, early last year, I was made redundant, um, and was at a bit of a loss for a few days and then a few days <laughs> <laughs> oh no poor Owen <laughs> then my partner forwarded me an email um, from ArtsSA about some grant opportunities they had available and so I put together a proposal to get some funding to like allow me to keep living while I worked on developing this idea I had into a proper script for a graphic novel uh, and I was fortunate enough to uh, be successful in that application, get the funding, and then spend about the next uh, eight months or so writing the script, which was a lot harder than I thought it would be because I'd been writing for ages, but writing short stuff. And I knew it would be a transition going into a full-length book, but I didn't realise how much more difficult it would be. Did you... Um, I've always thought, because I was the same boat as you before, like I've only done very short things, and I just feel that if there's like, this giant story, I always always just want to get to the best stuff straight away yeah. and I just I reckon I'll just write the ending within the first couple of pages <laughs> like well, a lot of people do that a lot of writers who I've read interviews and whatnot with they write out of sequence all the time yeah right and by writing out of sequence you can have cool little callbacks coming in 
like my writing style changes from script to script depending on how uh, I feel it's coming but I have what I call a vomit draft where I just vomit everything onto the page and just top 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 get it all done get it all out and then the subsequent drafts I'll pick an area and focus on that and then hmm. link it back and forward um, I know some writers will write the yeah, middle first or, or they'll some... write the end first and go right let's work back from there or um, you know, seem more clever yeah well a lot of people as well do page li- layouts and go alright this happens in these pages this happens in these pages I usually get the start and the ending and then just fill it just in just fill it in yeah mm. yeah anyway so yeah. Yep. I, like Jeff Smith wrote the last issue of Bone about the same time he wrote the first issue so like yeah so I knew where ten, he was going yeah 10 years before he was going to draw it yeah um, that's sick and JK Rowling wrote the last chapter of uh, Harry Potter while she wrote the very first one before it even been picked up, and she used that exact chapter that with them at the train station uh, at the end of the seventh book. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wrote it at the same time. That's why if you read it, the writing style bit sort of clunky. changes a bit. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. not very good. <laughs> that, that epilogue. No, I, I'm I'm not saying that as my own opinion. I'm saying that repeating the opinion of the biggest Harry Potter fans that I know, mm. they all rag on the epilogue. because uh, it's so, ridiculous and unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is the epilogue. Doesn't matter, I don't care. <laughs> so when you were writing, were you doing your panel layouts and everything in your script? No, I, no, I, I left that. I was just trying to get the dialogue right. Yeah, I, right. So, yeah, to start with, I wrote, like, a, a, a scriptment of the whole book. So it's about uh, ten densely typed pages of describing all the action and sort of the, the scenes. And then I went back through that and tried to write dialogue for those scenes. Um, and... Yeah, it was just a lot more difficult than I was expecting, particularly because it was a very... It's a very tightly interwoven plot. There's a lot of things that are like cause and effect uh, need to happen in a certain sequence. And then, I, as part of the grant, I was fortunate to get feedback from some professional writers. Um, and Do you like to say who those writers were? Uh, well, one of them was Pat Grant, who's... Love Pat Grant. Yeah, he's a great guy. It was wonderful working with him. He's very perceptive and stuff, but... It, and his feedback was very complimentary, but at the same time, he brutal. Uh, not so much brutal as he just pointed out this like he's like, oh, have you noticed this things happen here? And like I'm like looking at it, going, oh my god, that's like the rookiest mistake ever. Well, that's good. That's oh what yeah, you got him for. it is. No, exactly. But then uh, once he pointed it out, I couldn't stop seeing this flaw and trying to fix it, trying to get that flaw out. Every time I changed it. It like had a it came back. It, no, it just had like a, like a stone a, in the pond. You make, yeah, the you ripples. Stone in the pond. Exactly. Yeah, the ripples all the way through it, and you got to change this, 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 this. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so I was stuck for like probably two months just trying to fix that. Just getting up every morning, thinking about things to change, going, I've got it, and then realizing, no, that doesn't work. Now you pass that stage. Are you into the uh, storyboarding stage? Are you? Yeah, yeah. Help go. So I applied for another grant. Um, because the first grant was to just cover the script writing stage and again very fortunate to receive the second grant which was to cover the thumbnailing slash storyboarding however you cool. want to look at it so I've been doing that for uh, I don't know three months now um, that's been that's been great because I awesome. like drawing a lot more than writing I've okay. discovered and do you have uh, updates on Amplified Press or are you nah. just sort of keeping it all under under how House, uh, like under the house. Look <laughs> under the house. No one will find it there. No, yeah, definitely yeah. not under my house. Well, your hat's in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it under well, the hat's house. on top of the house. Yeah. Um, it's I, Mr. Hat House. Are you one of those people who's just heat scared to show up to anyone because you've taken so much time into it? I mean, I'm terrified, but I'm not scared to show up uh, like 
I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that threw me entirely. No, oh, sorry. I was just doing a hand signal saying we're running out of time. Uh, Hurry up, Owen. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and he's just frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The man behind the controller is telling me to... Stop talking. No, no, I, I didn't mean to throw you. That was just a signal going, uh, yep, let's... Uh, I, I knew what the signal was. It just <laughs> being told to hurry up didn't, didn't work. <laughs> I'm such an... Now we're taking... Reverse psychology, that's what you need to use. It's only going to take longer. <laughs> and uh, I'm done. <laughs> no, so we, uh, are you going to release anything? When are you expecting to release it? Any info you can give? I, I, I've been sharing it with people uh, just on a one-to-one level. I don't really think that it's at a, like I don't want to put it out on the internet, not because I'm afraid of what people will say, but just because it's it's, Quite it's thumbnails. Yeah. It's not yeah. giving going to give people the best impression of what it is. Okay, can you give us a title so we can look out for it? Sure. It's called First Dates Incorporated, and oh. it's a young adult romantic comedy graphic novel about uh, high school kids who start up a dating agency and how it all goes horribly wrong. Awesome. Nice. That actually sounds pretty cool. Why not? Right? I love YA books. Convince me. <laughs> and on that note, uh, it's time to play video game jukebox or Dan versus the world. Uh, now, on, yes. we all know that you're such a uh, genius when it comes to the video game genre. Uh, so you're going to have to give Dan a little bit of a, a hand in this one. Should, uh, we, should we let the listeners in on the, the inside joke, which probably doesn't make any sense? Don't, don't flatter yourself. <laughs> Not, or flatter that. Don't flatter anyone. Don't flatter. You're a genius. <laughs> Uh, so the rules of the game, very, very simple. I'm going to play first five seconds of a song from a video game somewhere in the vast library of video game history. Uh, you will take it in turns on you going first because you're representing the world in asking questions to determine where this music uh, has coming from. Has coming from. Where is it has coming from? Hmm. Not the English language. Uh, where it comes from. Um, you can ask uh, for a hint, you can ask for a cryptic clue, or you can ask to hear five seconds again. Uh, then it's Dan's turn, and backwards and forwards, you each get five guesses. At the end of the five guesses, Owen, you can take a guess as to what it is. Dan will then guess what it is. Uh, either of you is right, uh, they get the point. If either of you is wrong, uh, it's cancelled out. Unless it's Pong, I'm out. <laughs> Pong didn't have music. <laughs> That's a sound effect. That's music. Should we call in Ross? It's the beat song. To be your backup? You can handle this? Yeah, yeah. Hey, give it a go. I don't choose very hard songs. Alright, so here's the first song. Wasn't that on Ozma's first album? <laughs> what? Um, so, yeah. uh, if you do guess the song... with more synths. If you do guess the song before the five questions, you, you can do that, but if you get it wrong, Dan gets the point. So, ask a question... Ask for another five seconds, ask for a hint. Uh, was it on PC? No, it was not. You have to be more broad than that. You say stuff like, <laughs> yeah. what it's console okay. was it on? It was on the Nintendo Entertainment System. ANES. ANES. Let's not do this again. It was on ANES. Yep. Um, Fractured butthole. I can picture what that looks like. An ANES? No, I, I mean, yes, but the NES in... ANES. Not, wait... Just Nintendo Entertainment System, not Correct. Super Nintendo Entertainment no. System? No, just a NES. Ooh, do I get... Oh, I'm going to give a hint here. I know what it is. The sequel was on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. I doesn't oh, know. Oh, maybe I don't know what it is. Mmm. Dan. Oh, is that my question? Oh, was it? No, oh, yeah, it wasn't. No, I guess no, it was. It was. Yeah, I, sure. I asked a question. Yeah, no. alright. Yep. That's fine. Done. Play give me a hint. Oh. A cryptic hint. A cryptic hint? No, a hint. They're all cryptic. No, some of them might give generic... 
Oh, give me a hint. A hint. I didn't know uh, there was two talk types of hints. It. Uh, oh, hey, we've spoken about this game briefly. Today. Today. During the podcast. During the podcast. It's That's almost two like... questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, no throwing in the towel. <laughs> I want to see you squirm. Oh, um, we've mentioned the game or elements of the game. We've mentioned the series. Was it Street Fighter One? No, incorrect, and that's your guess. So, oh, Dan, can you get I guess? Point? Can yes. I guess? Yeah, yeah. Is it Mega Man? No, it's not. Oh, what was it? Punch Out. Ah, uh, it's a game that I had. Yeah, so what's going on there? Yeah. Anyway, second game. First five seconds. Way more than five seconds. Well, I want to give you a good chance. Oh, is that like a butter commercial? <laughs> <laughs> um, Start off really broad. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I um, hmm. <laughs> Let's do the one I do at the start every time. What console was it on? It was on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Oh, God, this isn't retro. No. What genre of game is it? It is a yeah, ooh, uh, uh, a third person isometric. Yeah, that'll do. That's like behind the person, isn't it? No, that's like kind of three quarter. Oh no, no, this is behind the person. Behind the person? Yep. And third person. Uh, yeah, third person, and it's an action actiony game. An oh, act. can I have a hint? Yeah, I've also mentioned this on today's podcast. Can I have a cryptic yeah. hint. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, this game title has something in common with Rocky. There's your cryptic hint, you jerk. Um, <laughs> are these hints and cryptic clues accumulative or for each? For each, no, no. You get five. That's not his question, by the way, either. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting out of it that easy. Um, hmm. Don't worry, I don't know what it is either. Something to do with Rocky. Do wait. Um, no, no, that's a dumb question. <laughs> there's only there's no dumb questions. Uh, that's only like dumb I told in a dumb, uh, job interview once, but it turns out they were wrong. <laughs> Was it? Uh, how much are you going to pay me? <laughs> um, uh, what's the point of the game? Uh, to win. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at his own joke. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um. What console was it on? I can't remember. 360 and PlayStation 3. Oh, could be anything. You can hear another five seconds. Yeah, 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 do with that. Don't forget you got that five second one up your sleeve. Um, just talk amongst yourself. <laughs> until. until So you said it was like a third person. That's not the genre. I asked for a genre, like yeah. And then I said it's an action game. Oh. No, you did. Yes, I did. Well, I didn't hear that. Well, well you were when you listen back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, guess number four. Action, as in sh as in fighting you people. You perform actions. <laughs> um, <laughs> you move. Ah, uh, uh, wait. Is this? Did, was it? 
did he say that he'd already mentioned it today? Did you? Oh, I guess someone should have been listening to that. You hits. have to tell us the things you've already said. I don't have to do it. I'm the game master. I can. Yes, no. I did mention it today. Yeah. Ah. Um. Uh, uh, is it? Uh, is it a game of which a movie has been made? Yes, it is. I can't remember what that series was. Dan, I can't even remember what we've talked about today. <laughs> I'm only ever thinking ah, about what I'm going to say. Got it. Yeah, oh damn, well, precious. Oh, awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll but, but I need the exact game. Oh, f- <laughs> I mean, yep. It's alright, I'm just taking a little note here. No reason. Let's put a coin down in. Yep. <laughs> yeah? Um, game that's. So it's had a movie out of it. Wow. I can't remember any movies we talked about. Wow. Oh, wait up. How do you remember your pants? Oh, sh- <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Don't give me fears like that that I have to remember pants as well. Oh, man, I can't... So has something in, something in common... Is question number four. I'm just looking at the, the, your news <laughs> notes of what you said. Something in common with Rocky. No, I'm not going to let you do that. Something in common with Rocky. Covering my notes. Uh, we've mentioned it today. It's on Xbox 360. And it is on PlayStation 3. I've just got, I'm running up a blank. Well, it's question four, so five seconds or a hint or... Give me a hint. All right. Uh, you wouldn't want to shake hands with this main character. <laughs> yep. There's a reason for it. Owen, number five. Um, is it Assassin's Creed 2? <laughs> yes, it is! <laughs> How did yep. you get that? Well, I guessed a random number and we talked about Assassin's Creed. This is bull! <laughs> the guy that's never I've ever seen you ever play a video game. I haven't played a video game since the 90s. Oh my goodness, that was amazing! Oh, you guys. Oh, they wish they were here. Alright, so. I bet you feel dumb, don't you, Dan? Anyway, see, Dan's just upset because he's clean swept the past two weeks. <laughs> so I think he was getting a bit cocky and going, oh, I've got one. My video it's, one games. For, it's one for one. You got that one because he got it wrong. Yes. That's yeah, by default. that's because I didn't understand the rule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, third, third and final song. Get to go first? Yep, you go first. Can I get another five seconds? You sure can. Uh, just let me uh, awkwardly do this. Go. That's oh, Masha. Yep. Console, please. Super Nintendo. Yep. The Super Anus. Uh. Until how recently were they making games for the Super Nintendo? There's another question for you. <laughs> you're talking, asking me? Yeah. yeah. Your opposition? I don't know. Why, why are you working together? No, this is supposed to drive a wedge between you. Um, is Tim Burton involved in... You know, would Tim Burton's name be... No, not at all. Really? In the slightest. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. right. Alright, so... What do we have, like... I'm just trying to think of a question. What what genre of video game is it? What type of game? Uh, it is a side-scrolling uh, platformer. 
On the SNES. Yes. There's only a few of them. <laughs> oh. Like the Mario siblings. Um. <laughs> Yeah, him, sure. A hint. Uh, okay. Uh, this tale... Oh, no, no, you can... Uh, not only can you piggyback someone in this game, it's a two-player game, possible, uh, you can also fly through the air using part of your body. Part mm. of your body. Give me a cryptic hint. Oh, that wasn't cryptic enough. No, though. he asked for a hint. Okay, alright. Yeah. Uh, cryptic hint. <clears throat> I like the cryptic hints. Um, Does cryptic mean you like rearrange it? The yeah, I, don't, I don't know. It means I try and... It means he tries to do a hint that doesn't help yeah. us whatsoever. Yeah, I, I basically me being... A, a princely a toilet. <laughs> royal flush! <laughs> basically. Uh, but I don't pre-prepare them. Uh, we've been doing this for 17 uh, shows now, and I uh, should probably learn to do that, but I don't. Uh, anyway, yes, uh, this game is uh, sometimes easy, sometimes fun, but it's at the end, it's definitely cruel. Man, there you go, that's a cryptic hint for you. Oh, and ooh. Uh, is it Disney related? No, it is not. Oh, it, did sound, it did sound Disney. Other than that, I thought I it was going to be 101 Dalmatians. I thought Cruella de Vil. That was good, actually. Yeah. Your Damn. Yeah, I thought it was going to be. I thought, oh. it, I thought it was the Harry Potter music at the start. Yeah, drop yeah. Bombs I thought it was everywhere. Beetlejuice. Oh. Damn. Uh, I don't have any idea. How many questions have I got left? You've got. You're up to question four. Four, hey? Alright, I'll give you another hint. <laughs> Alright, uh, one of the characters has blonde hair. Yeah. Cool. Owen. Did you say that two players can play at the same time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's in the mm. Um. Not side by side, like they take it in turns, but it's at the same time. <laughs> what? <laughs> so if there's two people, there's two, play, there's two characters on screen. Yeah. If one of those characters dies, the second player takes over. Or oh, okay. they can switch. I don't know if I've played whatever this is. Oh, um, what what are my options going? Can I uh, next five seconds? Can you find a Ross? <laughs> find a Ross. Next five seconds. Uh, ask for a hint. Ask for a cryptic clue. Or just ask a straight up question. And uh, so this is my last question. Yep. And his last question. Yep. Then do we get a? No. Then you have to guess the game. Yeah. After the five. Yeah. Sure. And if we both um, don't get it, what happens? Uh, to draw. Okay. Which isn't, which isn't um, what's the next hint? Another hint? Alright. Uh, uh, this game's a sequel, and it is held in the same, if not higher, regard than the original of this series. Oh. Damn. Fifth question. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what it possibly could be. Is it an, uh, and this is a weird one to ask, but I don't know, is it like an A, a title? An A, what? Like an A grade title, is it one of their big hitters? Uh, uh who's they? It's a Nintendo. So oh. Nintendo? Yeah. Yes. That's one of their big IPs. One of their big IPs. Alright, so that's five. So Owen, you have to try and give it a guess. Prince of Persia 2. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> give it a guess. 
Um, is it Yoshi's Island 2? No, it is not. It was Donkey Kong Country 2. Oh, I fully thought of that, eh? Yep. See? Because you tag in and out. Was there even a Yoshi's Island 2? Uh, yeah, but it wasn't um, yeah, good. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for the show this week. Uh, we have been Hack the Dino. Again, we are a fortnightly pop culture podcast. You can find us on social media at uh, Hack the Dino, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, website coming soonish. If not, just drop us a line at hackthedino at hotmail.com. That's right, we have a hotmail. Yeah. Yeah, right. Dan, wow. you want to plug anything? Why? Come visit me. At when Gre- did you think of this podcast? In the 90s? 1986. We well, keep on saying it's with our GeoCity site. <laughs> uh, so come visit me at Greenlight Comics. I'm growing my beard until I've come. Yeah, that's. Ah, it's it's looking wondering. quite bushy. Yeah, it's getting out there. Yeah. Oh, and anything you want to plug? I will be having a table with Amplified Press selling mini comics and zines at Xena Warrior Print Fest, the best titled zine fair ever, which will be held at Format on Friday the 2nd of June and Saturday the 3rd of June. And you should all go to Amplified Press on Facebook and give it a like and uh, go to the big cartel too, store yes. and, and buy some of Owen's comics. Also on that day, you should come to my book launch at Greenlight Comics. We've been Hack the Dino. We will see you again in a fortnight. Bye. Totally pathetic, unreliable. Known throughout the world for being super weak. Maybe in ancient times it was really strong. That's what the rumors say. Soon have quite a batch Cast off in